0: I sold my soul to the bottle. Still, none of my friends have left me yet. I'm the same man I was since the age of thirteen, and I've lived my life with no regrets. If you're looking for... the last part of the weekend. We are live. It is ten drink minimum. Um, she is not here in the studio with us today, but with us we have Holly Ann Bird live from Hello. Rio, live from Mario Rancho, New Mexico. Hello. How are you feeling?
1: Uh, not great.
0: Mm. Not great. I'm not listening. So, so you said great. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, I just want to make sure. Yeah.
1: I'm uh, not feeling super. I got a COVID test on Friday, but then I ended up with a fever this morning, so I wanted to just be super safe.
0: Okay. Selfish, I guess. You're like, I don't want the fans to to feel the goodness of the show. I'm just kidding. (laughs) And uh, Smiley is also, he's not here at all, which, you know, I guess we're going to peel back the curtain a little bit. Smiley is actually the producer of this show. He writes the show. That's why he's actually always late because he's actually doing some finishing touches so we are we are flying blind here we are just wide open we don't have any kind of help here at all <laughs> Holly Ann's like hmm <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm kidding so we brought in uh, Karen Carson hey uh, Yay. a local comedian you're actually not local though you're not from here right
2: I'm certainly not originally from here about 2 years I moved here for reals Oh yep
0: what does that what does that mean like for reals
2: well, for about three years before that, this will sound super audacious and pretentious, but mm-hmm. um, we had two homes. I mostly lived in Dallas, but we had a second home here that we rented, and oh. so I was sort of in and out a lot. Ah. But uh, right before the pandemic, I said, "Let's let's just try New Mexico for a while." So interesting. Here we are.
0: Yeah. When you say we, I mean you and you and your partner your, your... yes okay. sorry uh, i don't i don't know the i don't know the the terminology that i mean i guess that's the terminology these days. yeah no that works yeah
2: that works my partner brian yeah
0: oh nice yeah i i feel that's a good general term overall mm-hmm. f- just to say you know yeah so i don't know <laughs> i don't know. so yeah welcome to the show Thanks. so uh how long have you been part of the the, the comedy scene in albuquerque two years i guess I-
2: I think two years solid. You can definitely say mm-hmm. that. Um, I was able to do a few shows when I sort of, um, like I said, was kind of in and out, mostly on weekends. But, you know, if you're not here during the week <clears throat> to do the mics, like people yeah. don't see you, people don't know you. Right. So that's
0: kind of the networking hub.
2: Exactly. I feel. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, Holly's mic and Inside Out, I'd sometimes be there, but most yeah. of the time not. I think that's
0: where I saw you. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen you a couple times. I mean, i've I've gone and like you go and you, you just kind of see the same jokes like over and over again because people are kind of working them out
3: mm-hmm.
0: and someone's like you don't go all the time i'm like no i can hear them so many times <laughs> you
3: know?
0: i mean sometimes people have new stuff but like you know uh you know there's other times where you're just kind of like okay i've heard you know what you know you want new people to come through is what you really want right yes always to cycle through how long have you been doing comedy uh together
2: this is just about my 5 year anniversary started oh, in wow. Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Um and so I don't know if you count the year. Do you count the year, Holly? Like during the I pandemic? Do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cuz I mean,
1: mean
0: you know. go
1: ahead. Uh, I you know, sometimes I think it adds an extra year uh the pandemic did just cuz holy crap, that felt like 3 years, but Uh, Yeah, I count it. So I say this is my, wow, this is going to be my seventh year, I think.
0: Oh, dang. Not me. No years. None.
1: (laughs) Have you ever
2: considered
0: it? Uh, Yeah, of course. I just don't have that, like, so, okay. The way I feel about stand-up is, like, you guys, like, when when it it always trips me on when someone's like, wow, can you believe that that stand-up comedian was, like, really good in that movie? I'm like, no, because that's what they do. You know? (laughs) They, like, they're actors they're acting like they're telling you that joke the first time mm-hmm. and you're hearing it for the first time and th- they have crafted that thing like in front of mir- audiences mirrors all that stuff and i just don't have that like gene in me to just like to do that you know and i get it like you know the ri- like i get, i understand everything about it the ri- I, like i'm enamored by actual like stand up comedy i think people who do it are amazing like it's it's an art form in itself and then <clears throat> the people are are the, the way I look at it is like comedians or like, stand-up comedians are like pro wrestlers. It takes a certain individual to do it. You know what I
3: mean?
0: Yeah. And uh, you, you have to go up there and like take – like they're taking a physical beating. Mm-hmm. You guys are taking an emotional beating, you know, and, you know, dealing with comedians is, is, is on the outside is weight. You know, everybody's like, oh, man, I bet they're just funny all the time. And some, some people are. Some people are not, you know.
3: Yeah. And,
0: you know, so I don't know. I've thought about it, but it's just one of those things where I don't know if I have the, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I have the, the temperament for it, I guess. I don't know. It's tough. It's a I tough I feel like thing. you
1: would end up just beating people up if they didn't like your jokes.
0: I would, I would be like Larry David. I would just be yelling at the audience.
1: <laughs> yeah. These are funny.
0: <laughs> You're stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I really, like, enjoy, like, listening to the stories, um, listening to comedians talk about, like, you know, all of their, their career That's like one of my favorite things because it's like one of those things like where you know people see the positive parts of it and they don't get to see like everything. Mm -hmm. And I like to see everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I like the behind the scenes. I feel like that's a lot of our society now, because that's why documentaries are so. Everybody's like, oh, that's why they stopped doing that. They were in rehab. Oh, you know. You know, I mean, how do you? What made you want to be a stand-up comedian?
2: I fell into it, Mm -hmm. I think, in a a non-traditional way. I mean, sure, I I was a consumer of stand-up comedy for years. But there was really sort of two things that propelled me to do it. The first is uh, for many years when I was in Dallas, I taught at SMU, at Southern Methodist University in one of their graduate programs. Mm. And it was... uh, a class that always met like on Tuesday nights or Wednesday night. It met one night a week. It was like kind of a seminary kind of class. And I always felt like I was on stage for like four hours. Oh, wow. And, you know, the first couple semesters I did it, I tried to be like, serious, like, I'm going to teach you something you need to know. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that if I just relaxed a little and I was funnier and more engaging, they learned better, they appreciated better, huh. and so after doing it, you know, I, I felt like I, I felt very naively like I was doing stand-up comedy. I'm like, <laughs> I can do this. Mm. And then at sometimes at work functions, especially where wine was being served back at my old job, mm-hmm. not my current job, but my old job, um, like people would just be in stitches, you know, and I was just improvising at that point, so. I got serious enough to take a class i wish we had classes here at albuquerque for stand-up for stand-up yeah Mm. i took it at dallas comedy house may it rest in peace it did not survive the pandemic yeah it was one of those great great theaters that unfortunately just didn't make it out the other side but they were not only a performance space but they taught classes as well so Hmm. you know
0: so you feel like that there's a way to teach it definitely
2: I think, I will say this, um, like my very first class was probably 10 people in it. I'm the only one doing it today ah. because it's hard for all, for many of yeah. the reasons you stated, Chris. It's yeah. hard and you have to be persistent and you have to like banging a hammer against your head. That's right. You know, and um, I guess I do. I guess Holly does. And
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, in a lot of ways too, like podcasting is that way. Like people are like, Oh, i want to do that and you know like they're like oh i saw that this person is like very successful at this making a living and a lot of money and they're like i'm gonna go do that i'm gonna to go to uh get you know guitar center and buy all the equipment and uh you know set it up and then and, and it's like people are like w- what would you suggest t- t- for me to be successful and i'm like well first of all don't expect to make a living doing this don't even think, <laughs> don't even think about that like <clears throat> This is really difficult. Like you have to, you know, it's like stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. You have to do it all the time. You have to mm-hmm. constantly promote yourself, your your own self-promotion, um, and it's you know, it's not it's not easy. And you don't just sit down and talk. It's just not that way, right. you know. And so stand-up comedy, you know, you have to go up on stage. You have to learn your like, I don't know what what what's the wording for it, <clears throat> the way you do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you have to, you, you, you have, have to, to
1: find your voice. Voice. Yes. There you go.
0: Because, like, from what I understand from listening to other like comedians, they always talk about how, like, when you first start, you kind of like mirror like who you like and you, uh-huh. their cadence, and sometimes you know, and you'll see those people, you know, the the Louis C.K. people, the you know, the Eddie Murphy people, and then you know, after so many years, you'll see them and they'll have developed a different
3: mm-hmm.
0: cadence and voice. And it's it's like that's what you have to do. It's a craft. You have to sit down. You have to do it. You you know, and and you have to you know and i've had people that are like oh i want to do a pocket and then they'll go do it and then they're like yeah it doesn't sound anything like yours i'm like yeah because you have it's not it's not just sit down and do it you know i'm funny you know <clears throat> how many right. times you ever hear that i'm gonna do stand-up comedy i'm real funny my friends say i'm funny
2: you know i find oh, that people, every day yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean they think because they were the funniest kid in seventh grade that mm-hmm. they can do stand-up comedy right And I was the kid in the back of the class mumbling under my breath and not paying attention to the teacher. I wasn't the funniest kid. Were you the funniest kid, Holly?
1: No, I was the shyest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy because, like, you guys get up in front of people, which is, like, (laughs) other than being afraid of dying is, like, one of the scariest things on the (laughs) planet, right? Like, public speaking. I
1: was bullied in school, and I think – once you've been bullied for years, you just don't even care anymore. I'm like, <laughs> no, I
0: don't give a shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, or you, or you, you learn to, you know, call people out. It's like, yeah, I mean, because you, you know, you're still getting bullied. You're getting heckled, right? That's still a thing.
1: Oh, oh, it is still a thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: When do people? Okay, I have this question because, like, I have no idea where the people thought this is, and I've seen this multiple times where people think. As an audience member, when you go to a comedy show, it is your job to yell things out. Like mm-hmm. I've actually been with someone and I'm like that's actually not what you're supposed to do at all. Like they didn't <laughs> they didn't practice their set with your yell-out breaks, you know, in the middle of it. And I I've, I've actually we were at uh, the open mic the other night and there was a guy at the bar and he was yelling shit out. And not only did you guys shut him up from the stage, the bartenders shut him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you heard Brandon um, but he was telling. I don't know if you were there. I don't know if you were I there. Wasn't I wasn't
1: there. Tell so me about this, it. So this
0: was at Inside Out, and the guy was like yelling shit out, and uh, he's like, oh, "Founders yeah. or
1: Inside
0: Out?" Oh, sorry, Founders. And oh. uh, he was yelling shit out from the bar, and um, before you guys even said anything to him, the guy was like, "I think I need another drink." And then Brandon goes, "Of water, you need another drink of water because it looks because <laughs> by the sound of you, it sounds like you've had too many drinks." And yeah. then you guys said something to him at the stage, and then he closed out and left. <laughs> <laughs> And I and I thought that was really awesome. I was like, you know, that's that's a good place to do stand up cuz like they're like, you know, a lot of places you go to they don't give a shit. The people who work there, they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And they were like he was just like shutting the guy up. He was like he was and you know, Brandon, he can be pretty gruff. And he was like the guy was like, "What?" He's like he's like he, sa- he said you need another drink and I say of water cuz you've had too much.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, when did people like, and I I actually went to a comedy show with a friend and they're like, yeah, man, you know, and he yells himself out. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, that's what you're supposed to do. I was like, no, it's not. (laughs) Was he
2: like European or something? No.
0: No. Just an (laughs) idiot. (sighs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think some people just honestly want to be in the conversation, except, oh, wait, it's a one way conversation. Mm -hmm. And they didn't get that message. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Like your your job is to laugh, or not. You know, or not. If it's not funny, it's not funny. I mean, don't just laugh for the hell of it. You know, don't just Ed McMahon it. You know, (laughs) know?
2: we have some. I mean, or do you can do that too.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know. Do on a scale from one to ten, Holly. Do you consider yourself like a good heckler manager? Ten being the best. Oh, that's a good question. Where do you put yourself?
1: Oh man. Uh, when I first started, and Kurt likes to make fun of me for this, uh, when I first started, I wasn't afraid to get on stage. I was afraid of hecklers and I didn't know how to handle them. Um, but I think I've gotten vastly better, but I think my problem is sometimes I lose my temper a little too much. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I would say I'm like a, I'm like a seven. I mean, it depends on the night, but sometimes I just get so mad that I just basically tell them to go fuck themselves, and that's not great.
0: <laughs> just go <laughs> fuck yourself. I don't know. That's a good one. I like it.
1: So that sounds like a solid nine.
0: One thing that really, like, annoys the shit out of me is when you have comedians and their and their friends are there, and their fucking friends are doing it, and they're not saying anything to them. It's like, say some shit to your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, tell your friends to shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know? Like, what, what's going on with you over here, you know? I mean, I get it. You're inviting these people, and maybe you're afraid to tell them something, but somebody's going to say some mm-hmm. shit to them, and it's better that it's you mm-hmm. than someone on stage, you know? Agreed. <clears throat> we used to, when we used to do this show, when Billy was, Billy and I did it, we did our shows live at the Art Bar back in the day. This probably, you probably didn't live here then. So you know where the the wine dive was? Yeah. Okay. The, it was called the Art Bar. Okay. And it looked vastly different in the fact that it didn't have a wall of wine But all of the furniture was exactly the same. (laughs) That's funny. So we would um, do our show live on stage and people would come in and sit down and, and, uh, you know, you would get the heckler every once in a while. And so (laughs) what I did is I stuck a microphone out in the middle of the floor, right? So you would have to get up, walk over Mm -hmm. to it and talk into it. And, and then I made it where you had to bend over to talk into it. To him. And if somebody yelled out some shit, I would go, uh, "Sorry, this is actually a podcast. Uh, the audience that's going to listen to this can't hear what you said. Can you please get up and walk over to the microphone and say it yeah. in the microphone?" And never, never one time did anybody get up and do that,
1: except for that time. <laughs> oh, that's right. That there was one we, guy, but not just one guy. That yeah. he was my dad. Hmm. When we dropped that beer at tra- when Tractor made us oh, a beer.
0: That was different, yeah.
1: And my dad got wasted yeah. and decided to get on the microphone and have a full on conversation.
0: <laughs> we did have a guy come up on stage one time. Never met him in my time. And we we're just like, All right, who okay. are you? Like he just came up and sat down and I was like, Okay. Huh. So
1: Karen, how do you feel you handle hecklers? Yeah. Like on a scale of one to ten.
2: Three and a half. Really? Yeah, I'm not that good. Um, I'll ignore them usually once, maybe twice. And then I've sort of been told like, you make eye contact with them and you like give them the stink eye. And then sort of I I, I turn in maybe a little bit of what Holly, you're talking about. I just, it's like my mind goes to Mm -hmm. sort of, how dare you, (laughs) you know? And I start talking to them. Like, I'm a third grade teacher, you know, and yeah. and I I wish, and it's something I need to develop as a skill, I could, like, do it funny, you know, and I just right. get angry, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, and so, I don't know, I could do so much better that's at a, it. That's,
0: it's a tough thing. I mean, <clears throat> you know, there's the, you know, I mean, how often do you get the... Show us your boobs, like that kind of shit. You know, take your shirt off. They, they yell that kind of I shit at you guys. I get
1: that a lot yeah. more. I mean, it depends where you're doing comedy. Yeah. I kind of stopped taking I mean, <laughs> shows at places that <laughs> that kind of stuff. Bowling, bowling alley. <laughs>
0: at the bowling alley or at uh, I don't know car shows
1: (laughs) i have to say though ever since danny came into my life i feel like now i just scold them i'm a mom like like i'm a mom and or i give them mom face which danny told me i have the scariest mom face what does mom face look like do it well i can't do it on command but it's basically like if your kid is doing something and they're not supposed to do and you're in public, so you don't want to, like, yell at them or correct them or, like, embarrass them. Yeah. My warning to her is this face that I give her. And usually now she'll just stop.
0: I know that face.
1: And, yeah. You're, I think everybody's mom has that
0: face. You're, you're in the Kmart and you knock some toys off the shelf. <laughs> Your mom, toy. she she turns and looks at you and she does that.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's uh, yeah. when we get home. When we get home. I am going to fuck your shit up. Yeah. When we get to the car <laughs> and, the, and the windows mm-hmm. and the doors are shut, you are. Yeah, effed.
1: this is not going to be a fun ride home for you. No. Um, no. But drunk people sometimes then take that as a challenge. Mm. And I don't know. I think years of bartending have really just.
0: Oh, yeah. Also. That's an, yeah. I feel like bartender. And, and the weird thing about Albuquerque is, is like. Our, bar- our bartenders are like what did somebody oh I heard this and this is not my quote um Albuquerque is like sandpaper to-, <laughs> to some people it like cuts you all to pieces and some people it it turns you into a like like a polished stone yeah and, and I was like yep that's how the bartenders are here man and I had yeah. a friend I had a friend who was a bartender here and she went she moved to to uh, Bellingham Washington And Uh she became a bartender there. And they're they're not that they don't have the same kind of like uh, social, you know, graces that we do here. Like they're they're like they're very nice. They're very like um, reserved people. And I I couldn't believe it. Like when I was there, I was like, wow, I could probably take this town over in like a week, you know, (laughs) like I'll be the the (laughs) mafia boss here. And uh, so they fired my friend because they told her she was rude because she was cutting the customers off when they were too drunk. She's like, well, that's my job. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're being rude to the customers.
1: Oh, they would not. Let, they would kick me out of that yeah. state. I, yeah. So our dear friend Ming Chen came yeah. into the private club. I was bartending, and I basically called him a liar and <laughs> said that I didn't believe him, who he was. And uh, I was mm-hmm. not very nice to him. But now we're like best friends because he saw through my hard exterior Yeah, Uh, but I I was just not a very nice bartender. Jason, as a matter of fact, when I first met Hamster, uh, he first met me when I was bartending and I cut him off.
0: (laughs) You're done, son.
1: Yeah, I was just like, here's some water.
0: (laughs) Uh, I actually asked a bartender from the old Blackbird days. I was like, because Blackbird back in the day, I don't that was probably before your time, Mm -hmm. too they would cut you off like they they were the bar to cut you off. Oh yeah. They didn't you had mess to be around. In
3: there.
0: Yeah. And uh, I remember a friend of mine he like kind of like stumbled a little cuz he was like he stepped on something wrong and they were like you're cut off. And they yeah. and they never cut me off and I asked one of the bartenders I was like how come you never cut me off and he goes he goes we knew you were drunk but you just held your shit together so well and I was yeah. like oh thank god. <laughs> I was like I can I, hold my I shit I have together.
1: regulars. That I know for sure, like I'm still friends with them, and I know for sure mm-hmm. that I should not have let them get as drunk as they got a lot oh, at the time. But, but it was mostly because, again, they held their shit together and they never drove home. That was the thing,
0: right? But they I mean, they
1: always like Ubered or had a friend take them.
0: I feel like I feel like going from bartender to stand up is is probably a good transition because mm-hmm. you can ha- like in it's, the heck in the heckler. <laughs> especially if they're like if they bartend in that bar <laughs> you're cut off you're never drinking here you're again
2: i worked in a yeah. bar in college oh, I, I wasn't the bartender i was just slinging the drinks but yeah. yeah
0: so how does it feel being a texan in new mexico do you hate did you hate new mexico before you came here
2: i didn't uh uh-huh. not not at all um I actually tried to get a job out here when I was like oh, wow. 24. Okay. Had some interviews, didn't get the jobs, so I went to Texas instead.
0: Oh, so are you from Texas originally?
2: No. I'm <laughs> I grew up in Maryland, oh, okay. uh, but I went to college in Texas, and then I left to go to law school, but then I was back. Yeah. And I lived there for 25 years. Before oh, all right. Here. I grew up yeah.
0: n- nine, nine miles from the Texas border my whole life, and it's always been a back and forth like, we didn't like you and we don't like you.
2: yeah Yeah. no i get that and you know this the texans take over the ski slopes here every year and they take over every
0: every like tourist area yeah and people are like well why do you care and now it's you know the people from california are coming in it's like yeah i don't know when i'm up
2: in santa fe i get recognized you know by people i know on the street but they're not new mexicans no they're texans are
0: you serious yeah wow yeah that's pretty cool
2: I mean, not like recognize like, oh, there's Karen Carson, it's just like, oh, oh you you're my neighbor down the street, oh, you know, you were my lawyer, or
1: you know stuff like that.
0: oh wow, that's pretty cool though I just so yeah.
1: what is the transition from uh being a lawyer and doing comedy like are you in the I imagine that when you're lawyering <laughs> you're <laughs> you're like the toughest lawyer ever and i just imagine that you give the best closing arguments
0: <laughs> wow well, I mean, uh, she may or may not give closing arguments that's... not all lawyers go well, and, yeah
1: i know yeah. but in my mind carrie oh. carson is the best lawyer person you're out of ever. order
0: you're out of order you're out of order <laughs> <I know.
2: laughs> yes yeah, just like that. no i was a trial lawyer for oh, so did. several years um, did you ever do murder trial? No, either? no, I never did, did criminal law. I've always worked on the <laughs> civil no, no. side, but, mm. um, my specialty is employment law, oh. which oh. if you're going to get into a brawl, it's going to probably be an employment law case, honestly, because, yeah. you know, shit goes down at the office. Oh. And so, uh, I did trial work and then honestly, that kind of law can take years off of your life. Mm. And yes. so I, 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 uh, switched a little bit back Mm -hmm. in the day and um i've been what they call an in-house lawyer first for a company in texas and now i do that here so i'm kind of like mama bear protecting unfortunately the man like i Uh, i work for the man yeah
0: i work for the man too so yeah it's fine but like you, you i have friends that are like i have a friend who's like a lawyer for unm he doesn't go to trial but he like writes up contracts. He does mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's it it just you know I guess it's like every other field. Everybody always assumes like oh it's a doctor so you like you do surgery. And I'm Like no I don't. I don't do surgery at all. I've never yeah. done surgery in my life. Right. I uh, you know I'm a general <laughs> practitioner or I you know I just do feed or you know it's like there's lawyers. Everybody has like a specialty right. It's like right. Yeah. It's just kind of, yeah you know, I'm i in IT and everybody's always assumes like you know. Oh, so you code? And I'm like, no, I don't code. I've never coded in my life. I, You know, I've, I've tried it. It's, uh, you know, like I, I went to a, a half of a, a class and I went, oh, this is fucking not what I want to do ever. You Coding
1: know? is awesome, Chris. I don't know what you're talking about. Nerd. I know. <laughs> Nerds!
0: Nerds. Nerds. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm all an IT guy. I've
2: never thought of Holly as a
1: nerd, but maybe I need to recalculate that. <laughs> oh,
0: she's a, she's a nerd.
2: Huge nerd.
1: Oh, I, I love... Star Trek and Star Wars both. I was in marching yeah. band. <laughs> okay. Um I love data science. What did
0: you do in marching band again? She was one well, of
1: the... During marching season, <laughs> I was the color guard person.
0: She did the flags.
1: Flags. And then uh you know, during concert season I played the flute. I was a flautist.
0: Mm, like Jethro Tull.
1: <laughs> <laughs> totally
0: i'm just messing but
1: up. now lizzo who is really mm-hmm. cool she plays the flute okay. okay
0: so now it's cool i guess
1: no it when i did it it was not cool it no was, no but no. it was fun so
0: but okay so that's pretty cool. so lawyer lawyer by day comedian by night
2: yeah i, I... I work at different places where they have not completely understood my humor. And uh. I presently work at one of those places.
0: So. Mine, mine—they they, they're enamored by like all of this stuff. And then they always want me to like take them. Like whenever there's people, like half of our people work in a different city. So when they come to visit, they always want me to like take them out or show them, tell them where mm-hmm. to go. And it's like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll take them out of town i not going to Don't go, act though. like you don't love it. Chris. I love it. It's fun. It's good. Where, where's
2: your go-to place right now when they oh, come in
0: town? Founders. Okay. Because everybody Founders. always digs that. They always think it's cool that mm-hmm. there's a secret place hidden below and you walk through a freezer. So they always like that. Um, And then, you know, we'll go to like, you know, I'll, I'll take them to like Sister or Anodyne or if we want, they want to eat. If we're going to go downtown, if it depends on what they want to do. Like, it depends on the people, too. Like, I've taken some people to, uh, what's that place? Um, up on Paseo. Is it Vintage?
2: Oh, yeah, Vintage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because
0: they were like, they want to go somewhere, and they're going to want to go somewhere fancy. And I was like, okay, that's the fanciest thing I could think of. So I'll take it places mm-hmm. like that. But And then they'll go, oh, you hang out here? I'm like, no. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: no. So but that's my guide to Albuquerque. But uh, speaking of Ming Chin. He will be here next weekend on the show. Oh, he will. Yep. Oh,
1: <laughs> sorry. Live, yeah. So,
0: hopefully, we get to you know hang out. There's the Comic Con is next weekend, and there's some some heavy hitting names this year. Really? Yeah. More mean. heavy hitting
1: than the the boy band guys.
0: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be here because he just got a DUI, but David Kechner. Dave Koechner is, uh, on that, you know, if you, you know who that is? No. You will if you see him. Okay. You, he's one of those, like, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Lou Ferrigno. Oh, okay. Uh, that's Dave Keckner from, uh, Oh, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Cor- Corey Taylor from office. Slipknot.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, that's, I'm uh, excited for that one.
0: Uh, John O'Hurley from Seinfeld, uh, he oh. was is Mr. Peterman. Oh. Um mickey james who's the impact ladies wrestling champion Britt baker who's the aew women's champion uh Ling. do you remember biling she was in the crow oh i like the pretty eyes
3: <laughs>
0: um let's see who else there was some maybe i was wrong there went uh, i mean i guess big to me i guess is the big word uh richard <laughs> karn who was on uh, home improvement he was al really al borland yeah He's going to be here. Um, Don the Dragon Wilson for, you know, for young Chris, you know, because he watched Mm -hmm. all the karate films. Um, If you watched uh, Flight of the Navigator, Joey Kramer, he was the main kid. Uh, From Revenge of the Nerds, Robert Carradine. Uh, I like him. And then Ming Jin. So, I mean, there's more, but I didn't, you know, some of them are, you know, big in my life, but probably not other people. Like (laughs) Michael Perry from Eddie and the Cruisers. If you ever watched those movies, I watched both of those as a kid multiple times. Um, Peter uh, Facinelli, he was in the Twilight. He was in Twilight. Not that's not what I know him from. I know him from Can't Hardly Wait. He was like the. Oh yeah. He was oh. the Mike. Mike. What was his name? Uh, dang it! The nerd kid was trying to like f- you know get him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's gonna be yeah. here. That's all I know him from. I don't. I've never seen Twilight. I, don't, I swear, I've never seen it. I swear to God. Have you guys seen Twilight?
1: Um no, I I watched a few minutes of it and then the vampires got sparkly and I was like, oh thank you. Are you
0: guys lying to me? Is this is that what's going on? I feel like everybody was like
1: Twilight.
3: ah." (laughs) I've never seen it.
0: So, but that's going to be next weekend. So and then the Ming Chin, I'm sure I'll host the wrestling panels and then maybe one other panel at the Comic Con because I always do. Thank you. So. But Ming Channel will be here hanging out. Nice. Yeah.
2: That's nice.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. That's some fun stuff. So, have you done any touring uh, shows? Like, have you toured around ever?
2: I don't know if I would call it a tour. Yeah. I've been out of state for comedy, uh, mm-hmm. back to Texas, Natch. Um, I've done some shows in North Carolina. And actually, last month I got. A very um, kismet sort of deal um, at a show in California, which was unexpected and awesome. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it was at a place that prides itself on being Orange County's favorite dive bar. Oh, so, like, oh I love nice. I love dive bar
0: comedy. I no, I miss our dive bars here. We don't have any anymore. Yeah, not really. But what? What? So in Dallas, what was the place you did your comedy? Was there a home? comedy uh what do you call them yeah people call them like a home
2: club or a home home theater yeah Yeah, i you know i really enjoyed the indie scene in dallas um never really got on with the sort of mainline like the improvs or the hyenas
0: do they have improv there
2: they do they actually have two one in arlington texas one in addison texas and i've done shows at them just never really got on their roster How, how far
0: apart are those like
2: Uh, to drive 30, 35 minutes.
0: Oh, okay. So could a comedian like jump on one show at one and then drive to the other and then hop on another one in theory? Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, like during the week doing mics two, three a night was not unheard of at all. I often often did that driving sort of around the Metroplex.
0: How do you, I mean, how do you feel now? Like, you know, that compares to here. I mean, where it's, you know, way more scaled down. I'd assume
2: it is way more scaled down. Um, they're still good mics. Yeah. Um, I, I I will say though that you know you you have to create your own opportunities here more. Oh yeah. Um, for sure, um, I've referred to it as sort of an entrepreneurial. Sorry, can't speak. Entrepreneurial yeah. comedy scene.
0: DYI. Yeah. Uh,
2: very DYI. Or DIY. <laughs>
0: um,
2: yeah. <laughs> Do yourself it, yeah. as we like to say, I can't talk in to the either. biz. Oops. Um, no, and uh, but I don't know. I honestly when you do it yourself and you put a lot of your time and your effort and your money behind it, when it does well, the feeling is exponentially great.
3: Right. right. And
2: that's,
1: that's what I've found. What do you think, Holly? I agree. I, I think, uh, I think there are some people who get frustrated in our scene because they don't understand, like, we don't have a comedy club. We have to, you know, you have to go out there and you have to work hard. Um, and uh yeah like you have to do everything yourself but i think it means more i think our shows have more heart in them mm-hmm. um and i think that's why our scene is so close because we all kind of have to work together we don't really have a choice mm-hmm.
0: well and i feel and like it, you know there's a trade off though too right so if we yeah. had if we had the comedy club you would have you wouldn't have as much you wouldn't have to like you know work as hard to create the scene but then you would have to deal with the club owner, you'd have to deal with yeah. with stage time. I mean it's it's one one thing or the other. You know what I mean?
1: Well, and I feel like our scene wouldn't be as tight knit as it is.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I mean, trust me, we we definitely still have like situations where people don't get along with each other or whatever. But uh I think that we have a pretty cool scene that you know people come in from out of state and they're like, wow, you guys are actually nice to each other because mm-hmm. it could get pretty cutthroat in other places. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you also, in other places you have, you have those gatekeepers, those, uh, yeah. those, uh, comedy, comedy club managers and their job is to tell someone, you know, Hey, you're either not ready or B yeah. you, you'll never be ready mm-hmm. or C, yeah. Hey, you, you, you know, we want to put you on Friday nights in the main stage, you know, you don't, You don't have that here, so you guys have to kind of deal with that in a way, I guess.
1: And I feel like a lot of times we kind of nurture people more, so people get like more of a chance here. Because nobody is great when they first start. I don't think anybody is. If I go back and watch my first stand-up set, which I do once a year, and every time I cringe, you know... Um, so I try to nurture people and I try to be really welcoming. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Go ahead. I I was gonna say, but I've, I've also seen you,
2: Holly, teach some lessons to people who like come out of the gate and are assholes. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I've, I've seen Holly like take down cocky new usually dude comedians you know oh, yeah. and yeah. you know and someone's gotta
1: do it and i'm really glad yeah. holly is definitely oh. the one who steps up i mean here's the deal i call those natural consequences
3: <laughs>
1: um you come to an open bike run by a woman and you say misogynistic horrible things or, or just, i'm gonna make fun of you or, and that's just how it is
0: or just do dumb um, shit you know not mm-hmm. even that i like, just do dumb shit
1: well, as a matter of fact, last week, there was a guy, I'm not going to say any names, but he's fairly new, and he's just hes just kind of a jerk to me and to Kurt also, and uh, he got up on stage, and Jamar Hall was there, and he happens to be Native American, and this guy told a joke that was calling Native Americans savages, and he oh. happened to be looking him in the eye... And I demolished him. Good. And I was just like, dude, like, so when I was saying that, he points to a different comedian to ask if he was the Native American. And I was like, it doesn't matter who's Native American. Yeah, who gives you don't a fuck. say that shit. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So. Well, and then you got the dumb fucks that, like, come in and they've never done shit. And they, like, move chairs up on the stage and shit like that. And it was really funny because, like, you know sarah kennedy who's like the nicest person around mm-hmm. when she gets pissed and you're doing some dumb shit you know yeah and i was like i was sitting there i was like who's this what is, what is why is this guy doing this and she goes i don't know he seems to think he's a fucking like this is what she says he thinks it seems to think he's a fucking producer out of nowhere <laughs> and i was just like i was like well if sarah doesn't like him i don't like him I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> automatically I don't
1: think i've ever seen sarah really get
0: she was mad. annoyed. She was annoyed. I'd never seen it. I was like, oh, oh, she's mad. I'm like, I don't like him now. <laughs> I don't know what but he's I done. But
1: I can imagine, I could imagine she's a lot like Kurt, because Kurt is that way. Like, he's so friendly and so nice. But yeah. when he does get mad, it is terrifying.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm kind of that way. When I get mad, it's kind of, you it know.
1: terrifying all the time, Chris. I
0: am not. Am I really? No. Smiley made it sound that way, and I was like, <laughs> What? Just because I don't put up with Smiley's shit. But, you know, because, well, you know, I know him. Again,
1: natural consequences.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not afraid to tell him, you know, because he's my friend. And you should tell your friends when they're fucking up, I think. You know? And I was kidding earlier. Smiley is not the producer of this show. <laughs> he does no. not write this show. I just thought that would be funny. Because people would be like, wow, really? <laughs> you know? Oh. No. And we'll see if they listen to this far into the show.
1: Our show would be <laughs> so weird if he was a producer. It would be like fear and loathing.
0: <laughs> we, were, yeah, we were 10 miles outside of Barstow when the drugs begin to take hold, right? <laughs> yes. That kind of shit, yeah.
1: Well, like, he does stuff, like, he'll just, like, right before the show, he'll be like, yeah. Hey, guys, I dropped some acid. Yeah. We're like, yeah. cool. That's awesome, dude.
0: I was with, so, I was with our friend Kale. Well, this this is a, this is an acid story, and we were in Las Vegas, Nevada. Speaking of fear and loathing in Las Vegas, so we're in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I just so happened to be there working, and he just so happened to be there because his grandfather's ninety eight ninety eight year old grandfather was playing in a bowling tournament, which sounds yeah. sounds amazing to mm-hmm. me, right? So Kale is like, I heard that the Star Trek convention is going on over at the Bellagio. Let's go over there. So we do, and uh, and. It, we go and they're having Klingon karaoke, of all things, right? So we're walking in, do and, and do. Yeah, and we walk into this big convention hall, and there's easily, jeez, eight hundred to a thousand people there. About sixty percent of them, costumed.
1: I have a question: Were they doing karaoke in Klingon? Yes. Like the language, the language?
0: Yeah. yes. Oh, like someone was singing "Don't Stop Believing" in Klingon on stage. I like that. not not everyone, but like the Klingons were singing in Klingon.
1: Yeah, you that's know? cool. Okay. So then, sorry, I just needed to know. No, no.
0: And so then there's like you know there's like a there's like a short uh, a short fat Picard. There's a super tall Picard. There's like a there was a guy who was like six ten and he was dressed as as uh, uh, Spock. You know? Nice.
3: And so yep. this whole
0: time I'm just like tripping out watching all these people and I'm like and then Kale's like I'm like, This is crazy, right? And he goes, Yeah. And before we came over here, I dropped acid, so it's really nuts. And I'm like, What That's the fuck? Amazing. So you're in this like dude, you're in this karaoke room full of people in Star Trek attire, um, and you're on acid. I can't even imagine like what that was like then. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> and then we end up after we get done, we walk out and they have those massage things where like it opens up and you lay down face down and it shuts on you and it blasts you with water. Oh yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: It's not waterboarding. It's no, they,
0: something. No, with... they have, they, they always have them in malls. <laughs> it's like water massage. Like, yeah, hold on. Let me see if I can find okay. it. It sounds like waterboarding
1: to me though. Karen.
0: No, like you're laying on your stomach and, and it closed. There it is that uh, yeah, let me show you do you want to see holly let me see uh there. yes okay
1: let me see is it like the thing where you like it looks like a tanning bed
0: yes can you see okay. it this thing here
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. My, my old gym had one of those
0: okay so I'm doing it, and I'm thinking, like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I forget, Kale is on acid. And he's getting it done. And he's like, that was fucking amazing. Like He's like, whoa. <laughs> and the lady's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs>
3: I'm
0: like, sorry, he's on acid right now. I can't even imagine being on acid and being in Las Vegas at all. Like, all of the lights yeah, and shit.
1: exactly, sensory overload. Mm. So I I, uh, I can't imagine being on acid in general because right. I don't like drugs really, um, and I don't like the feeling of not being in control. So, just the thought of being at a Star Wars convention on acid makes me want to uh, puke.
0: Star Trek, thank you. Star, Star Trek.
1: Trek. Sorry. sorry. I'm
0: just I didn't want somebody to be like, um, "Holly did not say Star Trek." Oh,
1: oh my god. god.
0: No, I'm just kidding. Did you know? And then there's... all
1: my nerds would come for me.
0: <laughs> so before COVID, this was all. This was like 2019, right? So then he leaves in Vegas, and the next night I run into two more of my friends who are at the Star Trek convention, and they tell me about how they go every year on the Star Star Trek cruise. Oh. So every year, well, except for, you know, COVID years, but prior to COVID, there was for like five or six years, they would have a Star Trek Trek cruise. And I'm like, well, what's, what is that like? Well, they have like, well, they have different people from different Star Treks, probably not so much the old one, but like they have like about eight or nine of them and they're just on the cruise with you all times. Like there's not That's just, cool. there's not just like a moment where you just meet them. They're just there. They're like drinking and they're hanging out. Okay. And so they were like telling us like all the people they would just hang out with. Cause they're like on a ship for a week. You can't, you know, mm-hmm. avoid them, you know? And I'm like, if you were a celebrity, that would be terrifying almost though. Wouldn't it? Like you're you're trapped on a boat with these people who are enamored by you. I
2: say most hopefully adoring fans, mm. but
0: hopefully but still. I mean, <laughs> you know,
2: can you just have a cup of coffee by yourself?
0: Yes, probably not. Yeah, you know. and in- you know,
1: I think it would be terrifying to be stuck as as big of a Star Trek fan as mm. I am. I think it would be terrifying to be stuck on a boat with William Shatner.
0: <laughs> Do they have eggs? <laughs> it's like. Mm. That would and be...
1: he's so full of himself. Yeah.
0: And would uh, what's the guy who plays Riker? Would he, would he do the thing where he steps over the chairs? Have you seen how he sits down all weird?
1: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. If you watch Star Trek, someone d- did a cut where it's like every time Riker comes to sit down in a chair. And he doesn't come like, you know, like you go to sit in a chair. You go from the side and you sit in a chair. He steps over. The top because he's really tall, so he steps over and sits down. Like I wonder if I can find that. It's very odd.
1: Crazy. But if if like Levar Burton and George Takei were on that boat, I would be so happy.
0: And I found it. Let's see.
3: Oh
2: (laughs) yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Now I see it.
0: And uh, I uh, that's just the gif. Let me see if I can blow this up. Uh, Maybe. I want yeah, I want Hollyann to see it there. Okay. All right, I'll share it with you. Mm -hmm. See, this is why you why you watch live, folks. So you can watch all the fun stuff. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what? what? <laughs>
0: yeah. And and there's a bunch of them. Like You can go find them. Oh,
1: like, yeah. I d- now that I see it, yeah. I know that it happened. Yeah. But could you imagine just being on a cruise with that? You know that no. guy's mm-hmm. on that cruise, and yeah. he does that all the time, thinking he looks cool.
0: And then and then people are like, can you do that again? And they want to film it.
1: Oh, my God. And
0: yeah. send it to all their Star Trek mm-hmm. friends. Their nerd
2: Star Trek friends. Get him drunk and see I- if he can do it.
0: I'm one of those nerds, and I have, to, I have to say this: I like a lot of different nerd stuff, but there's not one specific that I'm just like I know every fact about it whatsoever. I mean, maybe pro wrestling, but that's there's definitely going to be people out there who probably know more than I do, I, I've, especially now. But like, there's pe- like I was I was hanging out with friends last night, and we had a, a friend uh, game night, and one person was definitely like a Disney fan. And we were yeah. playing Code, Codemasters, Masters, Code something or other. I don't know, some game, and like, but it was Disney themed. And she was like naming every character. Like there would be twenty pictures on the table, and she was naming every character and one movie we from. And I'm just like, I'm gonna lose at this game. Does I don't.
1: she have children? Because nope. that also could be a thing.
0: Nope. Well. mm Hmm. And then the, I'm
1: all of a sudden a nerd about Frozen because I have to be.
0: Mm-hmm. And and I said I hadn't seen Frozen and I thought they were going to murder me. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't. You know, if I was like, hey guys, I'm going to go home by myself and watch Frozen, people might be like, there's yeah. some issues with Chris, maybe I don't know. No,
1: I would be like, I'm excited yeah. for you, Chris. Yeah. Enjoy the journey.
0: Have you uh, have you guys watched the new uh, Cobra Kai?
1: I have what? not. Have you
0: not watched any of it at all?
2: No. Oh, no. I haven't. Have you
0: watched any of it, Holly? No. Oh. So there's a funny scene like that kind of like plays into that in the fourth season. Like uh the main character Johnny, you know, he's kind of a um a schlub, you know, he's kind of just adult. Adult is probably yeah. the best word. So they they find out at the new competition that there's gonna be a women's division and then there's gonna be like uh um art styles and like it's all gonna go into all the points are gonna go into one thing, so that if they want to win, they're gonna have to have like a a, a woman compete. And so <laughs> They're trying to recruit and they're at like a gymnastics competition and this guy walks up and he's all, which one is yours? And he's like, oh, hmm, none of them, but I got my eye on that one right there. And the dude's like, (laughs) Like, what? And it just was really, really good. (laughs) He's like, none of them, but I got my eye on that one. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God.
0: (laughs) I was like, that's pretty fantastic. It's really good. You guys should watch it. They're all, it's, it's fantastically written. I don't know. It's one of my favorite things on TV.
1: I'm going to have to check that
0: out. Have you been watching the book of Boba Fett?
1: I haven't started it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Super. I have been really deep into uh, some true crime stuff, Uh but I also, this week, I had to make like a month's worth of baby food for Ian, and uh, I, I bit off more than I could chew this time, so...
0: How I'm do you keep a month's a month's worth like good? Like from well, bad?
1: so sometimes so like I freeze it, but I do it because I get to save money. 'Cause oh, like yeah. and it's better for the baby also. But sometimes I just get such a good deal on like a bunch of fruit. Okay. And I just have to like get it done before it goes bad.
0: Oh interesting
1: but so that's what i've been doing tr- uh listening to murder and making baby food I,
0: I was eating uh fruit last night that had been soaked in moonshine so kind of the same thing same right?
1: same, same thing yeah.
0: that's how you preserve it you just put it in moonshine mm-hmm. and it, it would
1: definitely make ian less cranky there you go sure. yeah yeah
0: yeah i'm sure that you know that that shit happened like in the early 1900s you know that like you know you, Tennessee, they're like, eh, just give him a little shine. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I think moms for decades have been yeah. putting just a little bit on a baby's lips, a little bit of bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. Know.
0: That is a thing. I have no
2: kids, don't do a thing I say. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Karen Carson says I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. That'd be funny. Uh you guys want to take a break so we can come back and we're probably not gonna do a full hour. We'll probably do like thirty minutes for the second hour.
1: Oh, sure.
0: Yeah. So, Hollyann, what do you have to promote?
1: Uh, so, unfortunately, uh, since Kurt is also not feeling well and I'm not feeling well and Caleb Mulkey is not feeling well, uh, we decided to take a break for uh, this week on the open mic okay. and let the plague pass. Yeah. We'll be back next week. So, no open mic tomorrow night to protect everybody as best we can. Um, also, depending on uh, what happens with the rest of the week, I, there is a, a charity comedy show this Friday at Hall of Spirits for my friend Justin Humley. Mm. I will either be there or I won't, but the show is going to happen.
0: Uh, are you performing if, on it?
1: I am going to perform on it, but if I'm sick, mm. I'm not going to perform on it. So... Uh, we will see what happens, but either way it'll happen. It's at 8 PM at hollow spirits and you can donate any donation, a dollar, $5,000 will get you into the show. It's just, uh, to, to help his wife, uh, with funeral costs and all that stuff.
0: So it's either $1 or 5,000. I choose a dollar. Karen, you get the 5,000. <laughs> okay. She's a lawyer. She's probably, That's right. she's probably raking it in.
1: Oh yeah. She's probably rolling and dough. Yeah. She's raking
0: it in. That's what I heard. Everybody, is, there, is, that a, is that like a misconception like everybody's like oh you're a lawyer you're probably wealthy like that's
2: and that is a huge misconception <laughs>
0: you're a supposed to go lawyers, no 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 we're rich as fuck
2: some of us are mm-hmm. some of us are but I've heard some IT is where you make the real money
0: Chris. <laughs> 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 nah, cool. I'd say we, I do okay I don't do you know insane but mm-hmm. yeah the IT the IT world's where all the money's at no <laughs> no 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 no. Uh, next Sunday oh do you have do you have something you want to promote I do. Go for
2: it. I do. Tuesday, um, we're having another comedy night, exclamation point, um, at <laughs> Brew Lab 101 in Rio Rancho, Holly's backyard. Ooh. Holly was one of the first performers on that show. Um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we have a good lineup. We have Jerry Carnes coming up from El Paso. Um, Carla Vasquez will oh, be nice. on it. Uh, Royal Wood and um aj aj matthews is rounding out the lineup nice yep so s- cool. seven thirty at brew lab
0: right. tuesday do you live in rio rancho
2: i do not i don't
0: do you look down on people when they do <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you do
2: no i don't actually they, they are terrific audiences if <laughs> if our audiences at that show are oh, yeah. in any way typical of rio rancho I love them.
0: I mean, you know. <laughs> love them. You're like, well, I could go to the CVS. I could go to Starbucks. Yeah, I go to a comedy show. That's different. I'm Chris,
1: kidding. we got a Popeye's chicken this week, Ooh,
0: so. Nice. The Chick-fil-A is going to be pissed, but, you know, who cares about them anyway? Uh, next Sunday, we're going to have... Uh, uh, AMC's comic book men's own Ming Chin on the show. He's a big, big friend of the show. Uh, he doesn't know it yet, but I'll be giving him his uh, present for Christmas, Oh! which we can't say on the show. Cause I don't want him. Cause he might listen to this on the way here. I know he will. I know he's going to listen to this episode on the way here. So, Oh,
1: so I should have talked a lot of shit about him. Go for
0: it. There's still time. There's no, still what? a lot of time. A lot of time, but uh, yeah, we're gonna take a break, um, and we'll be back here in a little while. So sit tight. We'll be back. Um, uh, uh, are you drinking, Holly?
1: I'm I drinking a grape shasta.
0: <laughs> I'm and you're and Karen. I don't think is. She's probably drinking coffee or something. Is that coffee?
2: It's green tea.
0: Okay. So pretentious. So I'm so I'm drinking during the show, and you should as well. But always remember. Never get too drunk to jerk com. <laughs> oh, we're back. We're live. It's the wavy slash Billy hour. Uh, let me bring Holly in. Holly in is here. Let me unmute you. There you go. How are you? Hello. I know we had the mics I have- on. I, I hit the damn wrong buttons again.
1: That's okay. Uh, I have breaking news. Uh-oh. Not good. Uh-oh. Uh, Ten minutes ago news broke that bob saget passed away what,
0: what? uh we also no. have karen carson with us but damn what yep you think it's kurt like
1: kurt flecker just texted me and he was like bob saget died i was like that's not funny no he didn't and he was like yep totally did
0: i wonder why um, you think maybe like... they,
1: we, we don't know yet mm. but they did say that it doesn't look like drug use because mm. apparently when it's a comedian they have to say that but oh, he shit. there it is yeah, him... yeah. Yeah,
0: Bob Saget dead at sixty five. What? Yeah. Let me see here. Man, I got it up here. TMZ. Why does TMZ always have it before everyone else?
1: Who knows? Because know. they probably have you know weird people. Yeah. All the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there he is. Yeah, dead at sixty five. No. Nope.
1: You know what? A lot of people don't realize. Like, if you're not a big comedy fan, mm-hmm. Bob Saget. <laughs> Was the dirtiest comedian? Dirty, oh.
0: dirty as shit. Oh, filthy. Yeah.
1: His his uh aristocrats joke is. Yeah. Mary, do you have an aristocrats bit? <laughs> I don't. You don't. I don't.
0: Do you have one, Holly?
1: Oh yeah.
0: Interesting. You're all. I'm not <laughs> gonna say it though.
1: I'm not gonna say it right now. No. Oh, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, if the if the opportunity ever presents itself, I definitely mm-hmm. have a bit.
0: He, uh, it's really weird because, like, you know, he did Full House, and then it seemed like for the rest of his life he's like ran from that character as fast as he could. Mm-hmm. And, well, he was
1: a filthy comedian before yeah, that, yeah. so I don't even know how he got cast on that show. Right, but you know,
0: like, you think? Do you think he made like Dave Coulier like fucking <laughs> like? <laughs> like, like, shake his head all the time. He's like, ah, oh, jeez, you know.
1: Probably because Dave Coulier Probably.
0: is not like filthy at all. I mean, he's no. getting he's getting blowjobs in theaters, but he's not like. <laughs> I mean, according to the Alannis Morissette, song.
1: <laughs> everybody's pretty
0: sure that's him, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. I think she confirmed it. Uh, at right. some point. Yeah. Oh,
0: but uh, I mean. So Bob Saget, like you know, he he. Anytime you'd see, like, he, how many times do you think people were like, "Oh, Bob Saget has a HBO standup." I love Full House, Good. and they like watch it, and he's like, just filthy. Yeah. And then he was on all the time. He was on Entourage. A bunch. Yeah. I don't know if you saw all those. I'm sure you, you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are entourage fans, but I love
1: entourage. He, he
0: He was the complete opposite of Full House on that. He was always like with <laughs> with like uh, prostitutes right. and strippers. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he was like talking about yeah, just yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting that like he yeah, he, but he it felt it felt like he made sure people knew that he was not Danny Tanner. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh yeah. So. Well, I think, I think you kind of have to warn people, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but I am heartbroken because I love Bob Saget.
0: Oh, man. The roast, of the, his roast was great. Oh, my gosh. I mean, how does Bob, like, You're right. how did he get cast on that show? Because you have John Stamos doing, like, dr- drumming in the Kokomo video. And you have uh, <laughs> Dave Coulier on Nickelodeon or whatever the fuck With he was on. Puppet. Yeah. And then you have uh, the... The twins, um, what are they called? The Olsen,
3: very
0: Olsen twins. And uh, then the one girl who was like on meth for a while, mm-hmm. and then she did uh, oh. Pants Off, Dance Off.
1: Yeah, Jodie Sweet, my yeah. mortal em- the enemy. Yeah.
0: Yes. She's your mortal enemy?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Have you not heard that joke? No. Oh, <laughs> it's a very real story from my childhood. Yeah. Uh, one time when I was a kid... I uh, I was like, "Dad, am I cute?" And he was like, "Yeah, you're cute." And I don't know how it came up, but I was like, "Like, am I as cute as Jody Sweeten or something?" I don't know how it came up, oh. but he was like, "Yeah, you're not Jody Sweeten cute." Um, and he was just kidding. And then when news broke that Jody Sweeten uh, mm. was a meth
0: addict,
1: yeah, I uh, I called my dad who was living in Germany at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Am I still not as cute as Jodie Sweeten, Dad?" Um, <laughs> what's the answer to <laughs> that question? Uh, yeah, what did he say? Uh, he said, "I'm still not Jody Sweeten cute." So. <laughs> oh, dang! Math or no uh, <laughs> math? <Go. laughs> so Kurt Fletcher heard this story, and I should never tell Kurt Fletcher stories from my childhood. And he Kurt, he, says he, he signed me story. up for the Jodie Sweeten fan club. <laughs> He sends me any kind of Jody sweetin related news.
0: Pants off, dance off, man.
1: Yeah.
0: Did you ever watch that? It was a weird show. It was a weird show. It was
1: a weird. It was a weird time.
0: Yeah. There's some times in the history of the United States you just look at it and go, "The nah, fuck were we doing, man? What were we doing at that time?"
1: I feel like we're in one of those times now.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. with, with all the TikTok stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you know, you look back at the Tide Pods and you're like. What were we doing man what was going on there you
1: know uh people weren't paying attention to their kids is what they, all, just did wait. you hear that like the kids were doing a tiktok challenge to lick toilets?
0: yeah oh yeah oh that is what i wanted to talk about dang it you just jogged my memory did you hear about this woman she was from 90 day fiance and uh-huh. she was selling her farts in a jar <laughs> did you hear about this
2: I think I've heard no. of something adjacent to it. Like so, I didn't know the origin story, but I've heard about She made farts a she
0: jar. was selling the jars for $1300 a piece. And they were in such high demand, it put her in the hospital. And they told her that she needed to retire from the jar farting. And
1: Could you just lie? I just <laughs> First of all, okay. Um I I enjoy the show Ninety Day Fiance, so mm-hmm. I'm curious who it is.
0: Uh, um, I can pull it up. Yeah, I, I I really am shocked you guys didn't hear about that.
1: I am horrified that people paid thirteen what was thirteen hundred dollars for a uh-huh. fart in a jar. I mean, yep. good for her, but oh dang it. who is buying farts
0: <laughs> in a jar? <laughs> and then there's such a high demand that that her. Her diet to fart <laughs> was was uh, was causing her. She had to go to the hospital. Oh my uh, god! Let's see, Stephanie Matto, M A T T O O, retiring from fart jar, <laughs> fart jar <laughs> business after hospitalization.
1: What a time to be alive?
0: Yeah, this is uh, from uh, E Online uh, by Mike Volpo. 90 uh, Day Fiance star Stephanie Maddow was previously rushed to the hospital with chest pains. She she claims her pains were caused by a steady diet of gas-inducing beans and eggs. Uh, in recent months, I'm not going to... Okay, he says, she who smelt it dealt it. Ha, ha, ha. In recent months, 90 Day Fiance star Stephanie Maddow has become an unexpected TikTok star after documenting her unconventional business selling her farts in a jar, or jars of her farts. Wow. Uh, wow, she'd make forty five thousand dollars in one week. Sometimes, what, Jesus. The what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, who's like like <laughs> your parents come over? Oh, what's this? This looks nice. It's got a bow around it. Don't open that. <laughs> Don't open that. Do not open that. And what I, mean, a time. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm glad that the entrepreneur entrepreneurial spirit okay. is alive and i'm glad that we live in a capital society i guess but like who in the fuck like what incel is buying a, right. a hot woman's fart in a jar
1: who has mm-hmm. that kind of money
0: also i'm i'm, I'm a, a little in, i'm a little <laughs> it people
1: <laughs> I, yeah. i'm
0: a little interested in in, in the logistics here <laughs> you know like you know, how is the, how, are you just holding the jar up to your butt, you're farting into it and then and then and then capping it real quick? I mean, how's that work? I You know? Oh. I don't or do you have know. like a device? Yeah, you know, like, like yeah. You yeah.
2: know, where you can like fart in it yeah. and then dispense small quantities of it yeah. in jars like Interesting. Assembly I didn't line. Even,
0: didn't even think of that. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're you're like, you know, like the Harry Ford of the jar oh. farting. <laughs> Henry Ford. Yeah, of the jar farting. Hell
1: yeah. Oh. I wonder if anybody would buy my farts.
0: I don't know. Someone's gonna listen what? to this and they're gonna hit you up and they'll be all I'll buy your farts.
1: Oh my I got one time I got a message and somebody asked me if I would make a video of myself sorry, one second. Uh, a video of myself mm-hmm. trying to break cinder blocks with my boobs.
0: What? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm sure there's someone and that's done this.
1: Uh, there are there are people no. who have done it, and then like they would send me stuff like send me a video of your boob farting, and I don't I don't know what that means. Huh. Um, but if they had offered me money, I would have figured it out. Thirteen hundred
0: dollars you know? a jar. I mean, would you yeah. would you take up a farting in a jar business? Yeah. Well, there was a woman. Who was a TikTok star? I'll tell
1: you. I don't have to eat a special diet. I fart quite frequently, so
0: right. Well, there was one woman who was like doing a thing where she was taking baths and she was like jarring up her bath water and selling it. And I'm just like, what is wrong with people that they want this?
2: Is there a return policy? I mean, how do you take that stuff back? And
1: I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but no, no, no.
0: But also, like, I have to ask this question. So, like. If I had so, if I was like one of these people, and I was like, you know, I want to buy this stuff. Where do you put that? Like, you know, is this like displayed in your house? Is it hidden in your house? You know, is someone going to come over and accidentally like, you know, the cat going to knock the jar off and bust it, and everybody's going to be like, someone farted in here, you know? It smells like eggs and beans, you know.
1: What?
0: And or or the bath water. I mean, where what you know? What's going on here? And I mean, you you now I mean, have
1: COVID times. Is that even like?
0: Safe? Yeah. No. And then, like you know, you have these like lifelike sex dolls now that people are buying. It's just an interesting time to be alive, mm-hmm. I tell you.
1: You know the sex dolls, I kind of get.
0: So. Yeah, I kind of get that too. But like, like the farting in the jar, I don't, I don't know about that.
1: Like, I finally found my forever person, but mm-hmm. like, if I hadn't have found a hamster, I, I could have settled for a sex robot, you know. Okay. I don't. I'm not. I don't like people, so mm-hmm. dating was terrible.
0: So this is how you test a uh, hamster. Like, so hamster, I'm going to fart into a jar and give it to you as a gift. Will you cherish it? <laughs> I'm going
1: to send him that text right now.
0: <laughs> will you cherish it? You Please can blame me for it.
1: Read his answer online.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, I will.
0: But I mean... I saw this story and I was like, I have to talk about this. And, then I, and I forgot about it. But then you guys, when you said TikTok, I was like, oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. And it even sounds like, you imagine going back in time to the 90s, the even the, no, 80s. And being like, yeah, in the future, there's going to be a woman that sells her farts in a jar for like $1,300. People would freak out, you know? Like, they'd be like, what? I don't know. It's just an interesting, you know. We're a long way away from happy days. I tell you that much.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was watching How I Met Your Mother, and like, the two characters were like freaking out because they were the one was going to pee in front of the other one, and they'd been dating for nine years, and they had never done that. And I'm like, how have you dated nine years and never peed in front of each other? Well, you know? probably
1: they didn't have a baby together.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. But I'm like, that that show came out like the late 2000s, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, how is that taboo? You know? I mean, I, I love Lucy. They were freaking out because they they were gonna have a a baby. She was gonna have a baby. I was thinking, yeah. Did you watch that movie? Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Or you know how they had to have separate oh, twin beds. That
0: other movie, the other one is on Amazon Prime yeah. as well. And I think oh, I need
1: to find that. I think it's I just watch- called Lucy. Okay, I'll watch that. I watched oh. the one with Nicole Kinman, Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was good.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the other one. Well, the other one's more of like the, their whole life. Well, yeah,
1: instead of just yeah. that, like one week. Yeah,
0: I think it's really awesome how they were. They were both under contract with uh, RKO, and then they both got dropped. And then they like because uh, people were afraid to take a, a chance on their show. He had to like Ricky. You know what's what's his name? Uh, Desi Arnaz took out mortgages on their house, and they they paid for the show. And because of that, they owned it. And that's how they made so much fucking money. And then they went and bought RKO. Like, you imagine yes. that fucking flex right there. You Absolutely. roll back in and you're like, well, well, well. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm not here to beg for my job. You're about to lose yours. Yeah. Um, We're going to put Star so Trek we have on the an air. Answer. We have an answer from Hamster. Uh-huh. Uh, he said, and I quote, no, I would open it on you while you sleep. Aww. I deal with your farts all the time.
0: That sounds like love. Oh. do you give him the Dutch oven?
1: Um, no. No. I he this is embarrassing, but I will literally just run and sit on his lap and fart on him.
0: That's pretty funny. But see, that's that's what that's what couples do. That's comedy, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we're watching a TV show and they're like, "We haven't peed in front of each other and we've been together for nine years." I'm like, "That's not realistic at all." What relationship do you have? You know? It's like,
1: uh, there are times where like both of us have to pee and we have to do it like at the same time because the baby is asleep. Yeah. And he's not asleep on one of us, so like I'll pee in the toilet and Jason will pee in the shower. That's a real thing that happens
0: interesting interesting huh? I mean yeah. yeah fair enough fair enough and, and like I feel like the, the, there's a lot of things people do and it, you know it, it, it should stay like that way but like because of the internet like people are all coming out with all these like weird things <laughs> that they're have. did you ever see or read about the poop knife thing going around Anybody? Nobody? No, no. So this was a big deal. Like I like people started talking about it at work where I worked at. So some Reddit user was was talking about how like they were like, Does anybody else know anything about this? They went over this woman went over to her boyfriend's house and he had a big knife up on the like shelf by his toilet. And she was like, What is that for? And he's like, That's the poop knife and she was like, What? And apparently it's like whenever the the poop is too big they use it to break it up so it'll go down the toilet. And and the guy's like, "Well, my family has always had one and we've had one like our whole lives." And so he they put this woman posted on Reddit and it just explodes with people like either thinking it's crazy or people going, "Oh yeah. I, uh. that reminds me of this
1: yeah. crazy show that I used to watch called Small Town Security." Mhm. <laughs> and the guy had a poop stick. Okay. And I thought it was bizarre. And everybody else, I think they got the reality show on AMC because of his poop stick. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, it it was bizarre. If I ever find it again, I'm going to show it to you. But um, I can't believe more people than that guy have an apparatus that they
0: use. Well like the poop knife. There was so many people that were like, yeah, that my family is all and it was like a thing. Like people knew it. and what? I was like I was like I have never heard of this. Kurt <laughs> just said, poop knife.
2: I gotta say we have I've... three bathrooms in our house uh-huh. and one is a no poop toilet. And what
0: is that I mean why?
2: Because it's the toilet that is the mm-hmm. farthest from the sewer system that goes to the street well that's logistics right okay so i'm sort of like uh, maybe if we had a poop knife this wouldn't be so off limits and then we have one you're kind of taking your chances and then one's like that's the best one it's got the power behind it so i sort of see the need but i
0: understand the wood see when you say all that like Like, I thought maybe you're going to say, well, we don't don't want this part of the house stunk up because this is where, you know. Mm. No, but, like, no.
2: No, I live with a 61-year-old man. There ain't no part of the house that don't
3: stink.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Nice. But, like, the logistics (laughs) I get, if you're talking about plumbing, because I grew grew Mm up, uh, for a portion of my life, we lived out in the country, and, like, that, you know, a cesspool is a whole different, you know, idea. And those get clogged up. They get filled up. You have to have somebody come and, like, you know, clean it out, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. It's, like... Ugh, it's a whole different world but yeah but it's interesting like with places like Reddit and Imager where these people like you know they, they talk about something have you ever seen this before and one of them was and, like this is really gross so this guy he was like dating this woman and he was like man he's like I really jive with her everything was great and he's like you know we dated for a couple weeks and then like she came over and we had sex and then we were taking she was taking a shower and I heard a commotion in there and like he went in there and she had took a, a shit in the shower and was like stomping it down the drain. And he was like, what are you doing? And she's like, I had to I had to take a, a crap. And he's like, well, you, you get out of the shower. And she's like, uh, like not in my family. And I was like, what? That's insane. That is insane. That. So uh, yeah, I, I just wonder like what other stuff out there people like grew up with. And it just was like, cause you grow up with stuff with, like your family. And that's just a normal thing to you, but like other people come over and they're like, what in the, I mean, you have a knife that you chop up your poop with, you know, (laughs) there's like this gnat in here and it's driving me crazy. Uh Like it's winter. Why is there a gnat in here? I
3: don't
1: know. Because global warming.
0: Damn you, global warming. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, that's the poop knife story. (laughs) <laughs> Kurt has Kurt heard that story before? Am I the only one who's seen that on the? Cuz like I went to work and they started talking about it one day and I was like, "Whoa. This is a bigger story than I that, you know. I don't know. I just hey. don't know."
1: Oh, I was going to talk about my neighbor Barbara. Yes, yes. Barbara updates. Mhm. Okay. So, I started feeling not great on like Wednesday and Wednesday, I was like, oh, it's like allergies. Thursday, I was like, this is kind of weird. Friday, I went and got a COVID test, and it was negative. And then I realized that, like, every night, I had turned to Jason. and I was like, do you smell something burning? And he, of course, said no, because he's a man, and he doesn't pay attention. (laughs) And so the other night, I got, like, fed up with it, and I go out, and fucking Barbara... In the middle of the night is burning garbage.
0: Y'all better not be burning trash over there. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever see that that video?
1: (laughs) No. Okay. But I'm going to say that to Barbara now. (laughs) So I have confronted her about this before because it's one, it's disgusting. (laughs) Two, that like releases chemicals in the air. Yeah. And so I think she started doing it in the middle of the night because I reported her one time. And uh, I feel like that's why I'm sick.
0: Ah, mm.
1: Toxins.
0: Oh, wow. So Kurt says, uh, I read about a guy at his drug dealer's house and he asked where his poop knife was. <laughs> what? Yeah. See, I'm telling you, Like, if you go, if you look that up, you're going to see all kinds of, it's all over the internet. There's a lot of chatter. Oh. I don't
1: think I want I don't know if I want to read about everybody's poop knife
0: you're the second person who's like told me about like like I do not like my little neighbor lady uh two <laughs> two doors down brought me uh tamales for New year's very nice See? Oh, that's funny. I know and then and then the dog was trying to like you know act like she was gonna attack her so I felt really bad and I need to go apologize to them but uh you're the second person this week that's told me a story about like a crazy neighbor my friend. She was saying that the neighbor hears her, like, and they, and they they don't live in apartments, they live in houses. I guess the yeah. neighbor heard them having sex, maybe, and uh-huh. brought over a box of condoms with a note that said, please use these. <laughs> like, what kind of fucking shit is that? Go fuck yourself, you know? See that oh high horse? God. Get off of it. That's some fucked up shit, My right? body,
1: my choice, yeah. asshole. Um, I would have
0: wrote a note back and I'd be like, sorry, we just do anal. And then just like, you know, see what she says there, you know, like, fuck you.
2: Oh, my God. We got a Christmas uh, card from a neighbor. Oh, man. And, Um, And they said, if you ever need help pulling your trash cans in, like back from the street. Oh, on trash Day, I'm like, that's <laughs>
0: fucking bastards. <laughs> you know, but, that's when I would be like, no, we're good. And yeah, then well, just leave it longer. We,
2: we just never responded. Yeah. It's not the end of the world if it sits out there for a few hours. Me, anyway. Hours, dude. I'll, I'll yeah. sit mine. I
0: left mine out a couple days this week, and other people do too. And I don't give a shit, you know. Like, like Maybe. I'm glad I only have one neighbor, really.
3: Yeah.
0: I don't know. If somebody leaves a fucking note on my door, it's gonna be a bad. It's gonna be a bad life from that point on. <laughs> <laughs> like, do not. I just found. So I got a. I got a certified letter from a. Um, some surveyor. So the empty lot behind me, they want to split it into three separate lots. And oh. I guess, I guess they have to ask, I don't know. They, 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 it's called a variance. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, yeah. I don't, know if they, I don't know if they need my permission. They have to tell me, I guess
3: they
2: probably have to, if you object, they probably yeah. need to. So
0: Sorry. I'm trying to figure it out. Cause it's like three 3,500 square foot lots. That's not very big. Like, what would you be building on three different 3,500-square-foot lots?
1: Tiny houses? Mm-hmm.
0: Tiny houses, mm-hmm. maybe, right? Or maybe apartments. Like, uh, up, if like up.
1: If it's apartments, then ew.
0: That's exactly what I thought, so I don't know.
1: Well, and that'll affect your property uh-huh. value
0: also. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go talk to my neighbors and see what they say.
1: And yeah. then you can have our friend Karen, mm. the awesome power lawyer.
0: Except she doesn't do that kind of stuff, at though. Yell
1: I I, can can yell. I can yell. I don't do zoning
2: law. Cease and desist. I can yell. (laughs) I send a lot of nasty
0: letters. I need you to cease and desist (laughs) both
1: at the same time. (laughs) Uh, I just imagine that you know. I don't know what was that. Was it Mm Edway? I don't know. I used to watch this show with my grandpa, and I used to think like I want to be a lawyer so I could do that.
0: Just so you can tell uh, people, no, you need to stop. (laughs) Hold on there.
1: Columbo was a good lawyer. I liked him. Was
0: he a lawyer? I always thought he was just a... He
1: was really more of an investigator, Holly, Mm I think. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Matlock.
0: Matlock did def lawyer. All right. Better lawyer, Matlock or Perry Mason?
1: Oh, Perry Mason, hands down.
0: I liked Perry Mason. I didn't like. Have dialogue. you
1: watched the new Perry Mason? No,
0: I, I started it and it's just so weird.
1: It got really good though.
0: Yeah, cause he like it, you have
1: to kind of stick with it.
0: Because it's not like just like I mean, because Perry Mason, he was just like it was him, his little investigator guy, and and uh, then his the lady, the that, lady, yeah, and then he, there was yeah. always that tension between the two, and you were like, yeah. are they fucking? What's going on? But um. So I
1: think this <laughs> is like the. Background of Perry
0: Mason, or oh, and well, and like, but they changed their job. Like, he's not a lawyer, is he? Or was something? There was some weird. It was well,
1: like... I think it's leading into him oh. becoming a
0: lawyer. Oh, well, all right, I'm gonna give it a chance then.
1: Yeah,
0: I may give it I a lost shot
1: because like, my grandpa is a huge Perry Mason fan. He his last name is Mace, and he named his mm-hmm. first son Perry, so <laughs> just uh, so right. he would
0: fuck his life over for the rest of his life.
1: Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. Um, and so he was like, we have to watch this every week and like discuss it. So,
0: yeah. Uh, speaking, speaking of that, I did see another thing on the internet where a woman named her son vagina just to disarm, supposedly to disarm him on, uh, misogynistic issues. And then it was like the, the meme though underneath was like all the different like kinds of bullies. And they're just like celebrating like, yes like oh my god that's
1: what? not how you get rid of toxic no. masculinity
0: Kurt Fletcher says Lionel Hutz best lawyer ever <laughs> yes that's a good one Phil Hartman I, like, uh,
1: I miss Phil Hartman Lionel Hutz um, I don't think naming your son vagina is gonna cure any kind of toxic masculinity.
0: oh god yeah it's gonna be rough rough life for that child name. Oh, I would say, but not until, you know, he goes through all of the elementary school and junior high and <laughs> high school of, uh, in- I mean, I don't know. I don't know what high schools, you know, what, what schools are like now. I mean, still though, there's still going to be some bullies though. Yeah.
1: I mean, in kindergarten, they asked Danny what her preferred name is.
0: They asked her. Nice. Interesting. That's cool though. And there, I was can... glad.
1: So my whole name is Holly Ann. Uh-huh. And when I was a kid, I hated it so okay. much. And I don't know why, I just did. And my parents would not allow me to go by Holly ever. Hmm. Um and so Danny's full name is Daenerys and she doesn't like she likes her name, but she doesn't like to be called that. Okay. And Jason was like trying to be like, "No, we need to like have them call her by her real name." I was like, "No, no, no! Don't you do that! It is her name." Yeah. And if she wants to be called Danny, so uh, we bonded over that. What
0: if? Uh, what if she said, "I want to be called War Child"? Sure. Ooh. Okay.
1: That's her name. Okay. You know. Uh,
0: Just so you can be all back off, War Child.
1: Yeah, I actually I think that would be really cool yeah. if she did that. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna end it right here because uh, I've got a show to go to at uh, Launchpad. Uh, Lucky. Yeah. Thank you, Karen, for coming on the show.
2: No, I was glad to be here. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for inviting me on.
0: Absolutely. And then Holly, Ann, I
2: miss you, Karen. I Miss you too, Holly. Please get better.
0: I'll find out after um, the show if she really misses you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Get well. Get better. Thank you. I feel good. I tested negative well, for the COVID.
1: So glad that you feel good.
0: I know I feel all right. I'm gonna go out and have some fun. Exciting.
1: <laughs> I think you're I'm
0: right
2: go to let the plate pass, though. What's I was that, gonna say. I was just saying, Holly, you're right. Yeah. I, honestly, I've yeah. been staying away from mics for about yeah. three weeks, and
1: yeah, I'm a little. I felt like a little bit of a even before I felt sick. I was feeling a little bit of a like is it even morally okay to be having a show where we're all sharing a microphone in oh, a yeah, very yeah. tight space? And so we'll see what happens. Well, but... I've
0: seen a couple of big events canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to say the Grammys. The Grammys. Grammys. Yeah. Grammys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. They canceled that. Um, it, it's
1: just, everybody start taking this shit serious. Get vaccinated. Yeah. If you don't feel good, stay the fuck at home.
0: Yeah. Boosted. Yo. Do you see in Israel, they Israel. They're on the, <laughs> they're on the fourth shot.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Um, oh yeah. So.
2: Yeah, they're not messing around. They're messing around, man. Do you think Comic-Con's going to go forward?
0: I don't that? know. I'm, I'm waiting to see. Okay. Cuz I mean it's in a week and they haven't announced nothing yet, so I mean, if you're going to cancel, uh, you, you're cutting it real close. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean They're probably
1: waiting for all those ticket sales to go through. Well,
0: here's the other problem. Here's when they'll cancel is when the acts start canceling. And that's yep. when they've all canceled before is when uh you know, the big the big yeah. draws, Corey Taylor and all them that if they don't come then yeah, they'll cancel it. So Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. But, yeah,
1: everybody get vaccinated. Everybody if you don't want to get vaccinated and boosted, just stay at home. Yeah.
0: Well, for your own safety.
1: For your own safety and like, you know, stop fucking up everything.
0: I keep seeing all these people that are like, anti vaxxer, uh, who called it a hoax, now dead. Like psh. There's like way well, too but many... here's
1: the deal: even if you don't think you have COVID, so like right now, I don't think I have COVID, but I don't feel good, mm. so I stay at home because yeah, I don't want to give somebody else strep throat or yep. the flu or nope, I don't know. It's weird to me if if you don't feel good, don't go anywhere. Well, I mean, you
0: know, not to not to extend everything, but like I remember having to change my mentality because i'd worked in the service industry for so long right where you 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 go to work or you're an asshole Mm -hmm. you know yeah oh they called in what a fucking asshole and then and then i was like at a job and i was like yeah i'm sick and they're like why did you come here why did you Mm -hmm. bring your sickness to everyone here and i was like oh because i thought i'd be in trouble if i didn't come and they were like why would you think that and I had to literally shift to like the way I thought, cause yeah. I was so used to being in the mm-hmm. service industry where like they run as a skeleton crew at all times to make a profit. And if you call in, it right. just fucks everybody, you know?
3: Yep.
0: Yeah. So anyway, everybody be safe. Uh, thanks Karen for coming on Holly. Get better. Um, go Thank out you. to, uh, I love you guys. <clears throat> if, you, if you guys are listening and you're well, go out and watch the Porter draw tonight at, uh, at uh, Launchpad, there's a special guest gonna sing with them. So,
3: yay! Oh, yay. But
0: uh, cool. You guys have a good a good week. With that, we are, we are 10, ten drink 10 minimum.
3: minimum. <laughs> <laughs>